The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you betcha, yeah. If it's made in Minnesota, who's making it and how? Yeah, you got that right. It's the makers of Minnesota, focusing on the products and services uniquely made in Minnesota, and conversations with the makers, entrepreneurs, and innovators in Minnesota about how they conceived of their products and how they brought them to market. With Stephanie Hansen, it's the makers of Minnesota. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to the Makers of Minnesota podcast. We are here podcasting with cool people doing cool things. We are here with uh, Cynthia Lee and her husband, Foo, and they own Dearest Baker Macaroons. And I have to say, the first time I saw you guys was um, on Instagram, and I think I saw... Like a Pokemon, what's the yellow Pokemon called? Oh, the Pikachu. Pikachu. And it was a macaroon, a yeah. French macaroon, if you were <laughs> saying it officially. The um, the delicious sort of meringue-like cookies that have a filling inside. And I thought, well, that's really cute that you could custom make this like in a shape. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have beautiful colors and flavors. And then you keep doing like... These really interesting and unique shapes. And I thought, I have to talk to her. That's really cool. Yeah. Uh, how did you learn, Cynthia, I'm assuming you're the baker. Sorry, yeah. Foo, I don't know. <laughs> how did you learn to do that? How to make shapes instead of just making like the traditional macaroon? Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, thank you so much for having us. Yes. And I'm going to eat one while you're answering. Oh, gosh. You're going to make me nervous. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Why? I don't know. I'm always nervous when people eat in front of me, like my things I make. Mm. I always feel kind of like, oh, I hope they like it. Why wouldn't they like it? Like, has anyone I, not liked a French macaroon? There are some people who have been like, oh, this is too sweet, which is totally understandable. And that's kind of how we started, right? Um, but then some people are like, oh, my God, I want more. It's like an addiction. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Your um, cream inside yeah. is really um, lovely. You like it? And it's different. <laughs> yes. it's. Um, I think you're having the lemon flavor. The lemon mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, to answer your question, um, so we started making crazy shapes and fun characters because the macaron is so pretentious. Very. It's just, yeah, it's so pretentious and it's just this boring round cookie. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's do something fun and let's make it like super customizable and like let's have the little kids be involved. And so we really started um, doing more characters, as we call them. Um, and it started with my daughter, Vienna, mm-hmm. her eldest child. She was like, Mom, I like these things, but, like, I want a teddy bear. We're like, oh, well, you know, that's not too bad. Let's try that. So how do you do it? Do you put them in the form? Is there a form? So there's, you know, there's a template you can use. But when I first started, I did use templates. And then I realized this is really, um, it was kind of limiting creatively. You know what I mean? Because yep. you can only do the ones that you found. So now I freehand them. Um, and basically, I you have to build them in layers. So if you were to do a specific shape, you would have to do the bottom layer first. Yeah. You build up. How long does like <laughs> one Pikachu French macaroon right. take? So when we first started, I want to say it took a long time because it was kind of like, oh, you have to do it now, and then you got to wait for it to dry a little uh-huh. bit to do the next one. But now it's, I mean, if I did one um, character, full character, front and back, it takes about fifteen minutes. It's not too bad. That's a lot yeah, of craft. Yeah, it's a lot of time. That's the thing. And you know, and like really, the thing that is super time consuming is mixing all the different colors. Yeah. So if you had one character where it's like got a ton of different colors, like we did, um, 
Beauty and the Beast. And so we did the Beast one. And he has like, I think on average, like seven different colors. Wow. And then Harry Potter has like three shades of brown. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God, I got to find all these correct shades. So you sell the traditional macaroon. Mm-hmm. Are they all the same price? They are. The traditional ones are the same price. Okay. And how much are they? They're two twenty five each retail. And then if you have a custom one, does it vary based on the intricacy of the design? Right. So if we had a custom character macaron, then it um, starts at three fifty for the faces only, and then it ranges up. And so we have three fifty for the faces, and then six fifty for a full body macaron. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like good. Yeah. It's more time. Yeah. At first we're like, I don't know, maybe we'll just keep it the same price, but then no, um, we you, can't. that was smart. Yeah. So we're like, well, we'll start it here because. There are some designs that take more time and more um, detail. We figured we should have a starting base. And how long have you been doing this? Um, so, you know, I think we started with macarons in like 2013. Um, and then we really started selling to the public like a year ago. So about a year and a few months. Okay. So did you have other baking skills or no. you are hilarious because you're just like, <laughs> Yeah, no. and then I just decided, so yeah, I'm going to do this. And then <laughs> I, I got a commercial kitchen, and there I was. I know. It, you no, know, I, I was just joking with my friends the other day that, like, I'm not a baker by trade. Stephanie. I, like, did not understand why people would bake all the time. And our oven, especially in the Asian community, is your storage. So you put, like, pots and pans okay, in there. Okay, that's you, funny. You never really <laughs> bake. And so we're like, what is this baking feature, you know? And so I didn't like baking at all. I didn't even know how to bake. Um, I think my husband baked, like. Who were you a baker? He's a cook. Yeah. Oh, so tell me about that. Like, did you yeah. had you cooked for a living or? No. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just He's not a cook by trade. He just no. likes to cook. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're into the macaroon trade. Yeah. And did I mean working in mental health? My family was in that trade. Are you just? I know that you are leaving that field to get full time with Cynthia Fu. All right. So you guys are going to be entering into this business together full time. And uh, how long have you been married? We have been married for 10 years. Okay, so it's not, like, new because... Nothing new. Yet. You need to know each other pretty well to go into business together. You know what's funny? We only knew each other for five and a half months, and then we got married. And so we're like, oh, I guess this is a good thing. It's working out. So Yeah, so we'll go into business together. Yeah, I know, right? And see each other even more. How do you market the business currently? Like, who... Uh, I like French macaroons a lot, but do you only get them for like special events or how often is someone a French macaroon purchaser? So we have really good customers. We have, what would you say, like really loyal customers. When they come in, they're averaging two to three dozen every time they come. Um, And so it really is by word of mouth. You know, Um, we'll post on Instagram and stuff, but most of it is by word of mouth. So we'll have an event where someone buys the Macs and then They'll taste it and they'll come back and be like, hey, Cynthia, you know, I want these mags, but I had them at a, a wedding last weekend and I want them for my wedding or my event or my sister. And do you primarily pop up or do people actually come into your commercial kitchen? So we, you know, before we actually started at um, when we when we did our pop up at the mall, before that, what we did was. You were at Rass Market, just we to were at Rass, be yep. clear. Okay. Yep. And, um, in March. And so after that, um, what we would do is people would come to our kitchen for custom pickups. Uh-huh. And so they would. Um, figure out the detail or like the orders and their details and stuff like that that they would need and then they would come and pick up at our kitchen so it was kind of like a um like a pickup site that's really what it was you know right based in st paul so it was easy for people to find us and do you still do it that way We still do that for large custom orders and then we also have the option of delivery now so 
Do you think you'll ever like have a bakery, traditional bakery, where people can like come in and pick them out and point and look at them? Yeah, yeah, you know that'd be kind of cool. Um, I think for us, it we have kind of dabbled into that, you know, and see like if we want to have a bakery or if we wanted to like have um like an industrial kitchen where people would come and do that. But the kitchen we're at right now is actually really, really nice. We're at Gia Kitchen yep. in St. Paul. And the owners are super, um, they're just really good. You know, there's just a really good couple. And they've been like, yeah, Cynthia, if you need it, let us know. So it's working out for us right now. Yep. Yeah. In our and kitchen. and if you have like a traditional bakery like that, then you have mm-hmm. traditional bakery hours. You kind of strike yeah. me as someone that works all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Day oh my night. gosh, we need to sleep. Yeah, we work a lot. Like I actually was baking earlier today and after this. <laughs> and do you still enjoy it? It seems exhausting. Yeah, it is so tiring. But you know, it's kind of like, I think after our Raz run in March, it was super exhausting, right? And then we're like, okay, I don't want to bake anymore for a few days. And then I started to miss it. Stephanie, it was like, oh my gosh, I have like the baking itch and I got to go back in. So I was like, yeah, I guess. I was Raz a profitable venture for you? It was. It actually was very revealing, too, of, like, what we would need if we were to open a bakery. Yep. You know, and, like, when we first started, um, we got a lot, actually, um, just in terms of a response from the public. Uh-huh. To see what we would need, what we didn't need and stuff. But because of that, we baked all the time. I think the mall hours were, like, 9, like, 10 a.m. to, like, 9.30. And we would leave in, like, the first month and a half. We would leave the mall at, like, 10 after inventory and everything. And then we would go bake. That sounds awful. Until 4 a.m., Stephanie, and then go to sleep for a few hours and then go back and open the mall. It was crazy. And we're like, oh, my God, we can't do this. And so we had to hire staff to come in and start selling. Before that, it was my mom. I was like, mom, you just got to do this. (laughs) Mom. (laughs) And you have kids, too, don't you? Yes, we have four kids. And so our oldest is only eight. And our youngest just turned two. Okay. So, yeah, that's just a lot. It's too much. Yeah, that's why Fu's leaving. Yay. <laughs> so Fu is coming to help you. Fu, could you bake any of these treats if you needed to? Um, If my life depended on it, I think I could. <laughs> it's very technical. So, um, you know, I was telling Cynthia, I don't know if I have the arm for this. You know, I'm, I'm, I may have the strength, but I don't think I have the te- technicalities for this. So then yeah. could you maybe, like, I assume you guys will divvy up what the jobs are. Like, here's a day and here's a week and here's a month and I'm going to do these things and you're going to do those things. And just household management of your private life has to be part of this too, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I think as I get more experienced, I think I will be able to kind of manage and do some of the macarons and um, go from there. Uh, Just because, like we said, we're not bakers by trade, but, you know, we are super invested in the technique and just the craft. So how do you, okay, so you have this business and it's more than a hobby, it's fun. It is preventing or p- providing some livelihood for you. But, like, what's the next level up? And is that of interest to you or are you comfortable here, Cynthia? Um, You know, that's funny you're saying that because we have tons of things happening in November. I can't say some things yet. Sure. But some things are, like, for example, we're going to be back at the Mall of America okay. November 1st, which is really exciting. Yeah. Which is like in less than 10 days. This podcast <laughs> won't come out until November anyway. So oh, you're really? Good. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll be there again. And, you know, we are actually venturing into doing more wholesaling. Um, we're doing more pop-ups. Yep. Um, but we're kind of, you know, it's still just us two baking in our machine. So it's kind of like um, we don't want to grow too fast. 
you know, and then at the same time, I think this year is really about um, just being, just making sure that we still have a quality. Because I think last year was more about exposure. Yep. Just kind of like testing the water. But now we're like, okay, well, we want to try to maintain a product that got us to where we are. Yeah, you, know? you brought in like a lingonberry flavor, did, like yeah. trying to experiment with different flavors. What's your best-selling flavor? Um, our best-selling flavor is probably passion fruit mango and dragon fruit lychee. Really? Yeah. So dragon fruit lychee. That's a yeah. flavor. Lychee is kind of a unique flavor. Yeah. So we're known for those flavors. And taro. And taro. Yes. Taro okay. is the other big flavor. Um, so we have. Is that something from your heritage? Or it is. It what is. does taro taste like? So, oh gosh, I should have brought you a taro one. Okay. It's okay. Yeah, but you know what? Taro taste, it's funny. It's actually a root of the vegetable. Yep. I've had it in like yeah. a pancake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <at> Rainbow Chinese. <laughs> Tammy so Wong. Funny. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, you know, it doesn't taste like what it looks like. You know, it, I, if you look at it, it looks like a ginger root. Yeah, it's really ugly. It's really ugly and weird and kind of scary. Um, but I can't, I mean, it just tastes, It. you know what? It tastes, it has a light fragrant like a light floral fragrance nice yeah, yeah that's what it tastes like but cool. you wouldn't you would never think that but you know that's the thing with our business is like it started with um me wanting different flavors so um like i was saying earlier the business started accidentally i went to like a cafe while studying for my gres and then i had a macaron and i bought the rose flavored macaron it was super gross it tasted like a spoonful of sugar or like i just like a flower yeah so or ate weird. like a rose oil or something yes. weird super weird and so i was like this thing really sucks i'm gonna make my own so before i actually started experimenting um max i actually went all over the place and bought them and i realized that there are six staple flavors that everybody carried which was vanilla chocolate raspberry lemon coconut and like um pistachio mm -hmm. and that was it and so wherever we went that's what we got and so i said you know i want some flavors that would draw nostalgia from our past our childhood so that's how these flavors came about. So let's talk about like a birthday cake. Right. Um, where do you find birthday cake flavor? Do you buy flavoring or do you make it? How do you do that? Yeah. So a lot of our flavors and actually, well, a lot of our flavors actually are real fruits. So we have a process where we take the fruit, we condense, do all kinds of crazy things to it. And yeah. then we infuse it into our filling, um, which is a buttercream base. And then we have other flavors that uh, would need like extract. Right? But we yep. rarely use those just because we found that like in the very beginning, an example flavor would be like raspberry. Okay. In the very beginning, I tried raspberry extract and it tasted like cough medicine. Yeah. It was so gross. And I was just like, what is this? And so when I started with fresh, real fruits, um, it was really difficult because then it was too wet and then it didn't work with the actual cookies. Yeah. So we had to do a lot of experimentation to finally get it to not so like soak it all up. So it's real raspberry, but real do you have to like cook it down until it gets more yeah. jelly-like or something? Almost like almost like a puree. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, it has to be that consistency before we can actually use it. Okay. I feel like you can't be charging enough for these if you're doing all that work. <laughs> it sounds so hard. It's Yeah, it's very technical. And then, you know, like different colors bake at different times. Like the red max or the deeper color max bake a little bit longer than the lighter colored ones. So, um, and they're so delicate. They're very, yeah, they're very, like when you're special. transporting them or taking them off of a sheep tray. I, I know. It's just, it's crazy. Like, that's why we were kind of like weary about deliveries. Yeah. You know, cause it's just very famous, obviously in yeah. France. Um, yeah. <laughs> there are stores that are named after the famous French macaroon maker there. And I want to say it's like Le 
Yeah. Um, and I, they're in beautiful packaging and beautiful boxes. And, you know, can you make this into like a business that can support your household? Yeah. We, you know, when we tested out at the Mall of America earlier this year, we realized quickly that we could. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, we didn't realize that people wanted this. But um, there's not a lot of macaron shops in Minnesota. Right. So you could be the, the one. Yeah. yeah. So, and the thing is, there's not a lot of shops that have these flavors. And then we also, we do our traditional, right? And then yep. we do our characters. They also do ice cream macarons. And what so, is that? So it's basically a super gigantic macaron with ice cream in the center. It's Yum. Much thicker. And so we make our own ice cream. And so we have the same kind of flavors like passion fruit mango ice cream and dragon fruit lychee. And so you can't go to, you know, Whole Foods and get no, it there. No, so you can't. That's the thing that is kind of our niche. Neat. Yeah. I did not know that you made those. That sounds yeah. cool, too. All right. So things are going. Can I ask, like, for your commercial kitchen, about mm-hmm. how much a m- does it cost a month to have a commercial kitchen space? So they charge you by hour. But um, when we first started, we were at this night market. And we were, like, we're making Max out of our kitchen, right? Yeah. Our home kitchen. And then we're like, oh, you know, we got to get a commercial kitchen and make it legit. Right. And so we went over, like, 50 hours. And I think we ended up paying like uh, the most we've ever paid for our kitchen rental is like twenty five or twenty six hundred a month. We were there all the time, Stephanie, like all the time. And so we were just like, we got to figure this out. But that was because in the beginning we were trying to figure out our recipe with the the equipment that was there. Right, right. And it's so temperamental. And so they have a huge walk in oven, basically. And so we had to change from our little kitchen oven to like this huge commercial grade oven. Yeah, so there's a process of refinement. Yeah, and learning to use, yeah, learning to use the equipment. Is an hourly rate, do you think, better for small producers than like just a monthly fee? Um, You know, it really depends on how often you're going to be there. Right. That's the thing. I think there was like a minimum where you had to be there for at least, when I first started, I think it was like 17 hours. Yep. But I quickly realized like now I bake easily like 13 hour days. It's like super simple for me to do that now. Yep. Um, and so in the beginning, I would say that works out if you know how to use the equipment already, you know, then it works out. But if you don't, then you have this time frame where you're learning how to do everything and then you use up your 17 hours learning how to use it. Uh, holiday gifts. Do you think this would be like a good holiday gift thing? Yeah. I mean, we're going to be venturing into that this year because we'll be at the mall during the holidays. And so um, the thing is, it's hard for us because we have so many different flavors. Yep. And it's super customizable. So we'll have to create a new, um, like a holiday gift set. I want you to work on your packaging too. Yes. Um, That's not our. Is this not your packaging? No. Okay. Because I'm just like, they're so beautiful. And when you get it and you open it, like I like the packaging to match what I feel like is all the care that is going on inside. So, okay, this is not your packaging. That's fine. That's for our festivals. That's for some customers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, What has been the uh, hardest thing that you've learned so far? Macarons. And just about being in business. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think it's really balancing your personal life. Tell me about that. How do you do it? Yeah, that's I don't know if we are doing it, to be (laughs) honest, because, you know, we have four kids and it's like it's really difficult because now they're in school. Yep. And the two older kids are eight and six and the two younger ones are three and two. So they're not in school yet. And so the bus will pick up the two older ones right by our front door. Yeah. And so we have to be home at a certain time. Yes. So it's kind of like, okay, well, I only have four hours to bake. And that's not that much time when you have like 2,000 cookies you have to do. Right. right. 
So we're just like, okay, we need a lot of help. And so that's also another reason why Fu is leaving. Um, but largely, you know, we have a lot of help with our with our with my parents, your extended family, yeah, extended yep. family. It's a lot of that. Um, you really have to have a good, trustworthy, and like dedicated tribe behind you. You know what I mean? And so, do you have very... a plan in your mind of like mm-hmm. when you'll be able to add an employee that could maybe take some? Cause yeah. Foo is fine as an employee, I'm sure, but also like he's in your family. So then that's not really lending your, to any work life balance. Yeah. We are going to be hiring more staff at our kitchen this fall, um, simply just to do the the simple work, like matching and filling and stuff yep. um, so that we can do the other technical things. But we do have staff that helps us sell the macarons. Okay. So we're hardly in the stores, actually. That's what we found when... Um, when we were at Raz the first time around, it was we were always baking. And then so we had staff to help us sell the Macs. And so now that we're going to be doing that again and it's going to be during the long holiday hours, that's what we're really implementing. Just trying to make sure that we can navigate our personal life with baking, with selling. Okay. Well, we will see you at Raz Market. Are you? How long are you there? Till, are you there till the January 15th, I think, is the final um, you know, this year it's really interesting. It's not actually called Raz anymore. It's called Four Post. Okay. And they just um, released that not too long ago. Um, but they're offering their uh, the makers that are there a space between. It's either three months lease, yep. six months, or a year. And I think right now we have it for a year. So we'll be there for a year. Okay. So yeah. All right. Well, yeah. we will look forward to seeing you there. Yeah. Thank you for being a guest on the program <laughs> today and us. rolling with us. it. Foo's microphone wasn't necessarily <laughs> working so hot. So. Thanks for being here, you guys.